0: Thanks for downloading this episode of Fun Employment Radio. Tax season is upon us, and the best way to get your taxes done is to call our guy Gilbert at HR Block. He can be reached at 503 233 0447. Gilbert is fantastic and makes your life a lot easier. Call Gilbert at HR Block 503 233 0447. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.
1: Radio. The future of radio.
0: The future of
2: radio, the future. The future of radio is here on
0: I think if I can just become a part of the circuit Like this could really propel me. Is there
2: a roving circuit?
0: I don't know if there is, but I could be the start of it. Like I could actually be the one who starts this whole circuit and be like, you know, a a big name. They fly me in places to actually. Haven't
2: you had this idea before?
0: I have. I've thought about it before, but now it's. But now it's like getting some legs. a little. It's getting some legs, and I think I really could be the world's first celebrity bingo caller. Like I've, it could turn me into a celebrity. You realize this is like
2: a tick of yours. You go through this like once a year, I think, because you get the bingo bug, and then you realize that you're pretty good at I got the bingo
0: bug. Oh, I got the bingo bug yeah. real bad right you, you, now. Yeah,
2: you got yourself a big old bite of the I bingo bug. I got a bug.
0: rash of bingo bug. Bingo? All right, hello everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Got a lot of stuff coming up on today's show. Including our interview with Mr. Dana Gold, who was here. Uh, Dana has been on the show, I don't know how many times now.
2: It's been a few times. A few times. Yeah.
0: Four? Five? Because he's, he's been here with Bridgetown, with Janet we've had him before. on over
2: the years, so, I mean, it wasn't, yeah.
0: Yeah, a long time. And, uh, but Dana... he's always
2: working on something new, so it's always really nice to talk to him. Yeah. Because it... he's just a creative, like, an insanely creative machine. He's
0: an encyclopedia of uh, Hollywood information.
2: He is, and you feel like you're disappointing him, like, every time he makes a reference, and I don't know what he's oh, I know. making. Like, I forgot that about him. I always feel, like, totally inferior. because well, he knows everything. He knows everything, right. and there's no way I'm going to know everything that he talks about.
0: Right. But he's amazing.
2: He's amazing. And
0: so Dana was on today. We'll be playing that interview here in just a little bit. He's at Helium Comedy Club here in Portland this weekend, tonight, and tomorrow. Um, Also... Thank you to everybody who goes to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicks on the Amazon link because that makes a big difference for us and we really do appreciate it and it clearly enhances all of your shopping endeavors uh, endeavors by, uh, by or if you're shopping over. in Denver in Denver whatever we wherever sure you can are
2: because the World Wide Web
0: that's the beauty of it it doesn't matter where you're at even if you're in Denver you can go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link right there at the top of the page when you do your shopping uh, okay we need to talk about what happened last night and that is we had our Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night. Last oh night.
2: my gosh, that was so much fun!
0: Who knew Bingo would turn into such a huge thing? Uh, thank you to everybody who was able to make it out. I know there's lots of people that want to come that weren't able to. You oh, know, that's and totally if You don't em- live in Portland, life gets clearly, in the way.
2: We totally understand.
0: You know, you're not going to be able to make it to it.
2: But hot damn, that was a big turnout last yeah. night. Yeah, that was awesome.
0: Thank you so much, everybody, for coming out. Um, I do want. I have. I have a couple of things I need to talk about from last night. Okay. Uh, thank you, you. Just
2: put it all out on the table. Well, thank
0: you to our sponsors, uh, Reka Vodka and Small Town Brewery Brewery brewery, brewery, there we go, I got stuck in a loop, small town brewery, and I'll Sometimes explain. I
2: think you're a robot. <laughs> I think
0: I, I think I got stuck in the loop because uh, people kept buying me shots last night. That was the problem. Oh my
2: gosh, it was drunk Greg night. It was pretty hilarious.
0: <laughs> Dimitri, I blame you for a lot Dimitri.
2: of that. Dimitri, yeah, I uh, would still like. I at one point I had like three shots of am Like I can't drink all of these.
0: Now I appreciate. I all appreciate of it. I
2: appreciate it, and you can do that anytime you want. <laughs> anytime,
0: <laughs> but unfortunately, last night I took all of them. So, so I was, uh, but I was having so much fun. And it was such a good time.
2: Well, you are—I have to say—like you are a funny drunk person, (laughs) because Greg, like, he's so little and weird anyway. And then, like, I'm definitely not an angry drunk. I'm I'm not that kind of. And get him in a good mood, and especially after he's like high on sugar from not your father's cream ale's. Oh, I had and taking shots of of vodka, like he was unstoppable. (laughs) It was (laughs) awesome. I I felt like I was watching the Greg show. I'm like, I don't, and that's why I fully support you being bitten by the bingo bug because got the bingo bug. You, you were a. King Did Bingo caller.
0: Okay, good. You were good. See, we cause found a dynamic
2: because I I want to be the straight man. Called I'll, I'll be the, you know the ball handler.
0: Uh huh. Yep. Sarah handles the balls. I
2: handle the balls. It's my responsibility um, to you know pick up each ball, make sure that they're they're proper. But Greg is like the showman. Yeah, especially in in this dynamic, like not you know not for everything, but uh-huh. in the bingo dynamic, right? You're definitely like the caller. Okay, yeah, that's like what it the, is. You're the color commentator.
0: Okay, mm. yeah. See, I think I think maybe you know I could make this into into a little side career. Like people could hire me. I could do like the the church we're te- circuit. No,
2: we're team package.
0: All right, I'll make sure you're because you have to have somebody.
2: There. Like I need to be okay, calling all the balls. Right.
0: All right, so you're like the teller to my pen kind of thing. What are teller those Teller the small one. T- tellers the small one that doesn't talk.
2: Okay, well, I, I kind of talk.
0: Well, you kind of talk. Okay, well, okay, yeah, but, all right, you'd okay. still be included. So you just
2: don't want me to talk. I'll yeah, right.
0: You're, you're the uh, Andy Richter to my Conan. I don't know. I don't know how this all works out. Either way, in the bingo world, I think we could do something pretty huge with this because nobody's ever really taken bingo to the next level. And if we do it, I think we could we could turn this in and be like celebrity think, like we could sell out like uh, you know Coliseums. do you really think that
2: people want to watch a bunch of people playing a game of chance like there really is absolutely no sure. skill
0: yeah no I think, I to, think-
2: to playing bingo like if, if people like to watch things like games and things on you know being played because somebody ultimately is better than the
0: other person right.
2: And bingo, there's it's all. Everyone's at the same level. That's why level.
0: everybody can be a winner. You know, that's the beauty of it. You know, there's no, you know, I'm sure there's professionals, but regardless, it's just calling the balls. The thing is, you got to put on the show. So next time, you know, I don't know if we want to go too far with it, but I was thinking we could do a little song and dance number kind of thing. Really work into that routine because you know I've been wanting to do this. We talked about it before. My Gregor. No, because I'm the straight
2: man and you're the color commentator, so that means I stay there and just handle the balls, and you put on your little show.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, okay. Flail around. All right, yeah, flail around, <laughs> dance monkey. And mm-hmm. that's that's pretty much what I did. Uh, but it was fun, and I think maybe, just maybe, this is something I should take a little bit more serious. Like, I, I need to get a little more serious about it. I need to practice at home calling numbers, you know, and having, uh, having some kind of, like, a spin, more dance moves, I think, could be involved. Really, it's the dancing, I think, needs to be added into it. Some kind of twirls. I could do some flips.
2: There are some, like, pulls out on the, you know... Outside in the portrait landmark where we yeah. do the bingo, you could, like, twirl around those a little bit.
0: I, I could. I think I'd probably break something, though. That would be either you can't me be, you or have to be I'd fearless.
2: You have to be fearless. Okay,
0: I do. I need to get more. Mm-hmm. Okay, I need to be fearless when I do this. Okay, th- so you're right. I, I, these are things I need to work on, you know, so I can improve my bingo skills and really take it to that, that top tier. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking ultimately it's going to be prime time. Um, probably multiple networks will pick it up. Uh, well no i guess only one network can so it'll be a, there'll be a bidding war i don't know if i'll take it to hbo or not the
2: bingo bidding war yeah okay. if i
0: take it to hbo you know that could be a whole level uh, kind of a career thing but then it kind of pigeonholes me and i want to be there for the people so i think we'll get a bidding war between the major networks and maybe a 3 hour bingo night primetime um Probably what's a good night? Thursday night, yeah.
2: Thursday nights, Thursday Primetime nights, Thursday nights. Everyone wants to watch <laughs> a bunch of people playing a game of chance. Yeah, I think prizes so. Prizes that the people who are watching won't get it, won't <laughs> be able to win. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So I, I'll start working on that. Working on that career. Um, uh, something else though, I do need to think about from last night, and I did make a mistake as a bingo caller, and I need to really uh, call this out. And it, this is this is where where I, you know. As, as fun as it was, I did falter in one thing. And it's that our friend Aaron Duran had written me last week or earlier this week talking about a question that he had. And I even referenced it earlier this week that I was going to address it.
2: Greg, what did you do? Time got out of
0: hand and I just I dropped the ball on something. I dropped the proverbial bingo ball in this one. And Aaron had written this. And here's his his question. I'll just read his email. And know that he sent this in plenty of time for me to do something about it. Uh, he said, uh, Greg, and I guess Sarah, as you are a wise sage. actually, didn't say it like that. Actually, well, actually, he did. He I'm not a dick,
2: Well, I'm not a birthday dictator, so that's why. As
0: you are a wise sage in the ancient and honorable ways of birthday facts, I have a question. My birthday is Monday the 27th. Monday, a tricky birthday to be sure. Here's my question. I have an event where people may tithe me gifts and shots on the 25th. But I also wish to attend the Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night on which the 23rd. Which he did. Which thanks an coming, Aaron and Jen. And and would like to enjoy my friend's bounty there as well. Now, I know this could violate Greg's fair and just rules. However, the people I see on Thursday are not the same I see on Saturday. Am I breaking Greg's rules or simply using the rules to my advantage like the good student of Master Nibbler that I aspire to be? Here's the thing. Aaron, actually, uh, it's a good question because his birthday is on a Monday and that's hard. And the important thing about birthday rules is, you know, you can't spread out the celebration too much with the same people. You can do whatever you want. And it's really – it comes down to its birthday. But Mondays are difficult. Because it's on a Monday, you get to backlog to a Saturday in order to celebrate your birthday. You're allowed to do that. You're allowed to shift the day so that other people can come out. The Saturday thing, totally set. The Thursday thing, backlogging another couple of days, this is a gray area, but it actually does kind of work. He said specifically, they are not the same people he's going to see on the Saturday. So it's a different group of people Hmm. that he won't be seeing on Saturday or Monday. Ergo, since it falls within that week, ergo, oh my he God. does, he would he would be allowed to actually partake in birthday drinks on that night. It also falls under a Fun Employment Radio event clause, which is a special clause in the addendums that we've added on there and uh, in the articles of the of birthday addendums. And he would be allowed to do that. I failed because I didn't call it out. I didn't call it out last night in front of all those people. I probably cost him a couple of free drinks by doing Jesus that. Greg. And I realize that and I'm admitting fault here. I'm admitting that was that was my bad. I should have called it out and I even had it in my notes and then and then I didn't and then ultimately this comes down to blaming Dimitri for buying the whiskey shots cuz that's not my fault. So really passing the blame along, I'm going to pass Dimitri's the blame along. Fault. Aaron should be very upset with, with Dimitri because uh, that's really how it is. So really I'm blameless, I guess, now that I've just tucked myself into this. And, um, <clears throat> and so that's, uh, that's, that's how it is. That's how it worked out. So I, I apologize for, for not calling it out last night. That was my bad. And uh, I I did a terrible job. Wow, you're just
2: shaming yourself. Well,
0: I know, and I realized
2: deservedly so.
0: I'm realizing it. Yeah, I'm realizing it because of that. I am granting an extra birthday night for Aaron Duran. So tonight, celebrate your birthday and Saturday night. Get both of those. Wow. that's a, I mean, that's Whoa. a big step. I, I, I'm making reparations So not here. only
2: did you forget about this email that we had days and days in advance. Days in advance. You, about it. you didn't even point out the fact that it was going to be his birthday. So you just ignore, straight up ignored him.
0: I know I did not ignore him. I oh. didn't call it out, though. I know. I realize. I realize, you know, I, have, I was too caught up with the bingo bug. You know, I was riding high on the bingo bug and the and the rake of vodka, you know, that's created by Vikings and filtered through yeah, a Greg thousand volcanic fields. had to take a walk fields. at some point. If
2: you know anything about Greg after he takes shots and he has to take a
0: walk. I think that was the one I took with Bob. Bob. That was <laughs> the one
2: you took with Bob. And or then I Larry. Saw
0: or maybe it was Larry. I no, it was Larry.
2: It was Larry. Larry. Yeah, because yeah. I saw you guys take a shot and then Greg's like, oh. Well, I need to go for a walk. And so I immediately grabbed my phone. And I was like <laughs> Going remember it was. for a
0: walk is when. This uh, when Greg
2: thinks he's going to throw up. Yeah. And uh, so I grabbed my phone and Greg's like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, if you're going to puke, I need to get it on. Foam. I know. <laughs> you and
0: Tristan both followed me over. I'm like, I, all I need to be is by myself, by myself. And then it's you and Tristan there. what's going
1: on, buddy? What's happening, pal? What you doing, pal? What you doing? How you feeling? What you doing, bud?
2: What you doing, like, bro?
0: it, get away from me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I saved it. I did not. Uh, there was no exiting of the. Of the fluids, oh, as you would don't say. Don't I was word trying to like word that, it, again. you know, more family-friendly than saying throwing up. You know, no exiting of the fluids. First.
2: Exiting of the fluids is quite possibly no, the worst no way to even say that. relieving of
0: the Viking juice that I had drank. <laughs> so anyway, that's, that was all last night. So it was, it was such a good time. And, and thank you to everybody who can come. And, you know, if you didn't make it to that one and you can, we've got another one. And I'll just say what the date is because we've said it. It's March 23rd will be the next one. And we'll talk Ooh, about the sponsors and sorry, all that. It's already less
2: stuff than later.
0: a month away. <laughs> less than a month away. Make your flight plans now to get here. For the next uh, for the next big big event, <laughs> um, okay. So that, that's what's going on with that. Well, should we play our our Dana Gould interview? We should probably get into that. We
2: should, yeah. So Dana, I made my
0: apologies. Even
2: if you don't recognize his name, like as soon as you look him up, you'll be like, oh, he has touched like so many things, you know, and is responsible for so many things that you love that are uh, just incredible.
0: A ton of things, and I'll say this: the start of the interview is a little bit discombobulated because he came in here <laughs> and he was talking to us and Nick from Helium about he discovered all of these really dirty songs from like the twenties and thirties. And I say one of the names it's they're actual songs and it's real vulgar, but it's so funny to hear it back in that style. And we don't play the songs, but it's, it's, it's so funny. Because it's like set up. Oh, I'm a do 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 do. And it sounds and like, really say, like
2: snazzy, like classy, like da 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 Classy duh, 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 music, duh, duh, duh.
0: and then they say horrible things. The, 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 and it's actual songs from the 20s and 30s. I just so forgot
2: that song that was stuck in my head.
0: Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. It'll get stuck in your head. I do. I say the one name, and you can use that name. Uh, the, the vulgar name of the song. You'll you'll fall down the train of all of these dirty songs from the. Uh, no, from as the soon as he came in and
2: started doing that, I'm like, thank you, Dana, because I'm going to have to listen to this shit all day. Once Greg is. It's
0: fascinating. Up. It is so fascinating. So we're kind of talking about that at the beginning, and then we roll into everything else about Dana and all the stuff that he's doing. So, um, again, he's at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow. That's February 24th, 2017, and 25th. Uh, here are two shows each night. So get your tickets at heliumcomedy.com. And let's uh, let's let's go ahead and do it, Sarah. You ready over there? I yeah.
2: am ready, Sarah. I was actually falling down the Dana Gold. Just looking at all the things that he's done from episodes of Seinfeld, you know, to all the Simpsons stuff. Yeah,
0: Simpsons. Um, yeah, one of the big writers and producers on the Simpsons. Um, yeah, he's done a ton yeah, of. I did the
2: Ben Stiller show, which I totally forgot he did that. I loved was Ben Stiller amazing, show. Yeah, show. that was a show. great
0: one. All right, so, so let's go ahead and play it now. Here it is, Dana Gold on Fun Employment Radio. All right, here. I don't I don't hear anything in my hands. Is that- you you're listening to the Fun Employment hey. Radio Network. How's that? Da, 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 da. Yeah.
2: My, girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're almost there. You're going to start saying it. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm you're gonna going to get close to, to all
2: it. All right. All right. Should we do the thing?
0: All right. Well, now now that's all I can think of, but I can't introduce the show with that. I don't want but...
2: to know that you're sitting there thinking about that. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, it is. Well, somebody's going to find out. Hello, everyone. Hi, this is Fun Radio. Welcoming now to
1: the show, Mr. Dana Gold. Hello. <laughs> sorry, I spoke before my intro. Oh, oh yeah, no, that's, no, that's okay. That's,
0: we'll edit it in post because okay, as you said, we are a podcast, so that'll be about seven is that hours. That's what of we're going to be doing. That'll, yeah, I'll, I'll work that back into it. <laughs>
2: well, Dana just came in and he gifted us the most delightful <laughs> thing this morning.
0: <laughs> it is a gift, and I'm sorry, I'm thrown off because it's all I can think about now. Which
2: I know that he doesn't know what he's done, but now Greg will be f- forever obsessed with this. Yeah, I can already tell. Yeah.
0: I mean, and we dirty can Dirty
1: songs from the 20s. Dirty yeah. songs, which I did I not know... I didn't know it was a thing.
0: Yeah, I did yeah. not know they existed. I mean... And now I don't even want to say what the names are, but I mean these are you know hundred year old songs. Yeah, almost. it's the seven
1: dirty words you can't say on television, only in jazz songs from the nineteen twenties. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> that
2: catch you off guard because like, yeah, oh, this is because they sound too. beautiful. La <laughs> la. <laughs> yeah.
1: I do, I can do, and I you do. So yeah, I will be looking up these. Uh, but the audiences. lyrics are rank and foul. Yes, they really are.
0: Yes, yeah. I, I mean like I'll it. I'll just say what it is. This is this is we can say this on the podcast. I'm just repeating what the name of a song you're is. You're Building it up too big, Greg. Rotten cocksucker's ball. That is the name of one.
2: And then from, the other one. The what's, 1920s. what's the other one that's stuck in our heads right now? But
1: you say that, but it's. Uh, but the song. <laughs> on yeah. It's beautiful. It sounds like it's the ink so Spots. It's so classy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. Well, there's a, there's a lot of them, too. How did you find these? Or have you just always known about these I songs? I feel like
1: Dana uh, knows everything. I, I, no, I'd heard a song on um, Dr. Demento years ago, I believe, called. Uh, I want a hot dog for my (laughs) roll. (laughs) <laughs> and I was looking it up for someone uh, who was sharing weird songs back and forth about a month ago, and I was looking it up, and then I just found all these other songs. <laughs> oh, I was my like, oh my god! an <laughs> <laughs> album called like, the Dirty Twenties or something. Okay, uh, yeah, All oh, right, be, we're gonna have to
2: find that. Yeah, because we'll that one's that. a little more subtle. Hot dog for my bun is a little more subtle, subtle than uh... right. No. Not
1: if you hear the lyrics. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> no, really. yeah,
0: it's a little more poetry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm
1: gonna be disgusted if that dog ain't full of mustard, mm, I want a hot dog for my roll. Oh, yeah, no, wow. Mustard amazing. is a new analogy. Yeah, that yeah. is different. Yeah. Heard, yeah. Mustard, is that a good analogy? I would be
2: concerned.
1: There's a mustard equality that I think you might want to get looked at. <laughs> right. Get thee to a urologist. <laughs> All right, well, Dana, you are,
0: of course, here in town for Helium Comedy Club. Oh my god, yes. that's the
2: coolest poster. That's
0: what I wanted to bring up. By Chris
1: Fairbanks.
2: Oh, wow. Chris Fairbanks By did that? He was Chris just Fairbanks. Yeah, 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 he done on Wednesday.
0: Yeah. Oh, that it is so good! And if you can't see, we'll we'll post a link to this, obviously. But it's Dana basically as a lumberjack, as, uh, a, Portlandian. as a Portlandian, as a Portlandian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With, the, uh, with, with the with
1: the cultural with the cultural appropriated neck tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> neck tattoo exactly. Yeah, the neck
0: tattoo that adds into it. It <laughs> we'll is skull uh,
2: neck tattoo, little lumberjack shirt. That yeah. is a pretty amazing it's piece of perfect. artwork.
1: Yeah. Do you have new it's ones just... everywhere you go, or is it just kind of yeah, really? Yeah. New it's, posters are made. Yeah, I don't like to. You know, I I I'm not like a merch guy. I have a lot of stuff I could sell, mm-hmm. um, but I don't like traveling the country like Mister Haney from Green Acres. <laughs> it's my CD from 2012. <laughs> um, but uh, but I found with my podcast that people like to say hello because they feel like they know you because they do know you. You're mm-hmm. in your car. You're in the car with them. Mm-hmm. Yep, and. Uh, so, uh, meeting people after the show became, uh, a, a part of the show. Yeah. And then I thought, well, I can add, I could combine this with fleecing you for a few more dollars. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I suppose I, it's just, it's for every gig I i only 10 bucks. And, uh, what it does is it gives people a nice memento of the evening and it's cheap. Yeah. It's nice and cheap, and That's then, nice.
2: said, "Do you sign them as well if yeah. people request?"
1: I, of course, I sign them. Yeah, even if they don't. It's request. Ten bucks. <laughs> it's ten bucks, and if I sign it, it's still ten bucks. Because what kind of idiot would charge you for their signature? William
2: Shatner. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. We just went to one. Uh, there's one this, of the comic Yeah, this con that comes Wizard through town. Wizard World. It's a big, like, corporate yeah. one. Wonder yeah. con. Yeah, yeah, and so we had, um, like, press passes, so we wanted to go and check it out. But it was, yeah, 80 bucks for a, a signature from, like, a, you know, some B-list celebrity. Yeah. Gil Ooh.
1: Gerard. <laughs>
2: I don't know who <laughs> yeah. that is.
1: Buck Rogers in the 25th century.
0: Oh, uh, so you know that. Yeah, they had chips there. Both Eric Estrada and uh, the other guy. Like how they're not humans, there. they're just chips. <laughs> how are they doing?
1: How are they looking?
0: Uh, Eric Estrada looked all right. Um, not not so much for John. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, Larry, I Larry, yeah, Larry something. Larry Wilcox. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it was a long time ago, but little paunchy. Yeah. Little puffy. Yeah. Little, little puffy. bit. Yeah. Little looks a lot older than Eric Estrada now. Yeah. But hey, it happens. It does. It does. <laughs> it does.
1: Uh, there was one in L.A. that they used to do all the time called. At the Beverly Garland Holiday Inn, I forget the names of it. It was basically Celebrity Zoo, and I remember seeing uh, Corey Haim signing, and he looked like a wet. Like it was just like that guy's not healthy. Yeah, oh, Corey yeah. Haim. Yeah, he was just, one that passed away, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So,
2: oh, he was pretty bloated toward the end. He looked, he looked awful, and
1: it was one of those things like I uh, like I didn't know him, but when you saw him, you went like, "Oh, that guy's either going to get clean." Yeah. He's going to get dead. Yeah. And um, I remember seeing uh, Chris Farley, who I knew, uh, like eh, three weeks before he passed away. And like he walked in the room and it was just like, oh, Chris, oh, oh you don't look good. Yeah. Wow. You don't, did you not
2: know what to say? Like,
1: just, I mean, he was never the healthiest dude, but he looked yeah. gray. And it was like, hey, man, how you doing? Oh, I've man. seen – He was a lovely friends. man, though. I yeah. mean, it was terrible that he was – um, haunted because he was a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you look handsomer every time we see you. Thank tonight, you very yes. much. You know why? I don't enjoy life.
2: Oh, <laughs> so it doesn't wear and tear well, you I, don't down. Any, I have
1: to rephrase that. I don't do anything I enjoy. I don't <laughs> eat anything I'd like to eat. I don't drink anything I'd like to drink. I don't take part in any activities that would give me pleasure. <laughs> I just try to work and stay handsome. <laughs> One foot in front of the other. One foot in front of the other. Yeah, it, you can't, like, well, you get to a certain point uh, like with with, like if I ate the way I wanted to eat, I would look like Chris Farley. And so like you just can't enjoy anything you want to eat. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Do you... Life tips from Dana. Like I went into the. I'll tell
2: you. I need to know I, how
1: you eat now. I want to know what you eat. I'll tell you. Like you know, yesterday I was I flew here and then I did press and then I did the show. I really got a chance to eat. And uh, like I'll get a like after a show, I want like a sugar thing. Mm. Like I want to. Mm. I want a treat. And so, like, you go to Seven Eleven, and in the old days, I get a big ass Diet Coke. Oh yeah, and like a some peanut M and M's or just something. Get like a sugar punch. Greg mm-hmm.
2: loves peanut yeah. M and M's. They're his favorite.
1: Yeah, and yeah. last night I got a a uh, a Perrier and a Cliff Bar. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dana. Saying. And i that mean, was actually like indel- I'm And that's like the half happy- And that was like my adult. Indel- oh, a cliff bar. Oh. Yeah. You're so oh. Sexy. Four yogurt raisins. <laughs> what will they say? Mm. <laughs> that's another dirty song for the toys. Four yogurt raisins. Gonna cup two at a time. <laughs> well. Uh, we were talking about your podcast,
0: the Dana Gould Hour podcast, which everybody can never have. an hour, never, never an hour. Yeah, three hours I think is the last one. Yeah, I think is what you what you posted. You have some amazing guests on though. It's yeah. an
2: interesting guests. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah I, this
1: last one was a was a goodie. The <laughs> the, the, the uh, so bodyguard. The, yeah, Kevin the, Fitzgerald. I was just telling Nick about it. Kevin, that's amazing. How did you track that guy down? Well, Kevin, I knew Kevin. Okay. I mean, I've worked in Denver a lot. Uh, yeah, I, it's one of my. It's on my rotation, mm. and uh, and I've known Kevin for twenty five years, and he was just. Just a funny guy in Denver, and then I realized that he was a vet. Like he, he did stand up, but he was a but he was a veterinarian yeah. during the day. I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." And then this year, I was just there talking to him, and I found out that uh, and and somebody who I'm I'm sure has been on this podcast, Emma Arnold, was I uh, believe so. Yeah, was, yes, was with me. Yeah, and uh, and we were just talking, to Kevin, and and then I found out that Kevin not only is he a vet, he's like a famous vet. He had a show on Animal Planet. What was it called? Emergency Vets.
2: Like, oh my gosh, I've seen that. Yeah.
1: Well, he's Dr. Kevin. Oh my gosh. The guy with the white hair and the mustache. So, I'm like, wait. And then I go, like, well, how did you. Be-? And now I was like, he's a guy I've known for 25 years. Yeah. And I find out he's like on Animal Planet. I'm like,
0: well, how, how does that did-?
1: never come up? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, because <laughs> he's a modest guy. And then I go, well, how did you become a vet? And he goes, Keith Richards made me. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, hey, the Keith Richards that I'm thinking of? He goes, yeah. He goes, yeah. My brother and I were their bodyguard for years, and the, you know, he, like 1978, he brought me, up, took me aside, and said, "Kevin, this isn't going to go on forever. You can't be a bodyguard when you're 50. You got to do something, man." He's like, oh like, "Keith Richards shamed you for your, for lack your life of, decisions, for your lack of career direction." Because. <laughs> he's the hippest guy in the world. And when he talks, you listen, baby. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and, and, uh, yeah. And then I just, I said, would you not tell me any of these stories? Can I get a, Can I, cause I didn't bring my podcast equipment to mm. Denver. Yeah. And I literally like, went out and rented equipment. Like I've got to record you. Oh, and I literally awesome. like rented equipment the next day and, <laughs> and got him in. And he was telling me these crazy stories. My favorite story is they were in new Orleans and they went to some voodoo Woman, he goes like, she would read your fortune. She wouldn't charge you, but you'd have to buy something. So I bought love drops. These <laughs> drops you put in a woman's food, and she'll love you. And I was like, those are called roofies. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and then love I go, God. and he goes, yeah, probably. And he goes, and I go, uh, what did Keith buy? He goes, Keith bought a yellow belt that made him invisible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And I just, the first thing I thought um, was like, I want a yellow belt. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I don't care it if it's invisible. Yeah. But I love a yellow
2: belt. One <laughs> thing that equipment's like the best decision you've ever made. <laughs> no, it great. it's great.
1: Yeah, the new episode is called Uncle Donald. I, my episodes have titles. It's called Uncle Donald's Monkey. And uh, and uh, hes it's amazing. And then the other interview is um, Greg Nicotero from The Walking Dead, who's one of the directors in the. Oh, very cool. He's, he's just my friend. I've known yeah. him for. Seven hundred years.
2: <laughs> Seven hundred, approximately. <laughs>
1: yeah, and the next episode is also really good. It's a uh, uh, Stephen Tobolowsky, uh, who's a actor and a uh, a brilliant storyteller who just wrote a book called My Adventures with God, and it's a sort of it's not spiritual, it's not religious. It's just about about how it's more about fate mm-hmm. and his life and stories of fate. And then the other interview is my friend Maggie. Excuse me, who just wrote a book called Sin Bravely. Maggie, when she was a child, was raised evangelical Christian and was because of her parents and her uh, religious schooling, was so afraid of going to hell as a child that she ended up in a Christian psychiatric hospital. And so, wow! Uh, and she, and she wrote a that book is a f- fascinating. about fascinating, and she wrote a book about that and getting sane, and then uh, it's really great interviews. But yeah, I've dealt with some Catholic guilt growing up. But sure, me yeah. too. But
0: you ain't, ain't got nothing on those
2: yeah, evangelicals. No, Ooh, I want, what's that called again? That's a
1: different kind of. Uh, it's called sin, sin bravely. bravely. Yeah.
2: Sin bravely. All right, I'll have to look yeah, that it's up. It's
1: really great. It's really brilliant.
2: And you do a podcast? Is it once a week? I do once a month. Once a
1: month. Once a month. But it's like awesome. three hours long. It is. And worth two interviews and um, a journalistic story piece in the middle and you know i like to keep it to me it's the podcast look my podcast is the podcast that i would like to listen to mm-hmm. if i wasn't making it my tv show is the kind of tv show that i would watch if i wasn't making it my stand-up is the kind of stand-up that i would go and see if i wasn't doing it that's perfect then yeah, that's what you do You're
2: covering yeah. all the bases All well, the tv show
1: well and speaking of that we've got uh, my hand is the woman i would have sex with if, I was
0: dating her. <laughs> if you had the choice if yeah. i was dating Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My
1: girls, my girls handy.
0: We actually got an email because we had said that you were going to be coming in uh, from listener Danny said, uh, let Dana know that Stand Against Evil is great. Oh, thank you, Danny. Um, I watched it because of his last appearance on Fun Employment Radio because that's you were talking about it. Because it
2: was just getting ready to Just getting out. ready to yeah. go, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And now it's been re-
0: renewed?
1: It's been renewed, and I will quite literally this afternoon uh, be writing it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay, that's really exciting. Well, well congratulations. Thank so. you. I'm
1: very excited. I'm very happy. I'm really happy with how it came out. Uh, and I'm doing... Uh, they were kind enough to renew it, and we're doing a second season.
0: Well, and it's a great right. show. I've seen a couple of the episodes. And, right. and yeah, no, it's it's awesome. And I was curious, though, for when you come up with the different demons and the monsters, yeah. like ha, do the you... Pain. I mean, the, the process of coming up with those, I was trying to think about that. Like, are you basing... Are you, are you going to base more off of, like, actual myths and legends or There's just come some up of with them your are, own stuff?
1: Some of it's our own stuff. Like, uh, you know, sometimes you just don't have a monster. And, like, what's a good mo- Like, you'll yeah. have a story without a demon and you have mm. to come up with a demon. Yeah, like, what's this demon's deal? Yeah, or like go you know, backwards. Like, in the, like in this next season, we have a demon. Uh, Demonic baby that grows <laughs> to the size of a grizzly bear but is still a baby I don't like
2: that
1: you know no. it's like a giant, but it's still a baby a
2: giant baby,
1: yeah, so you have to just come up with a demon to for it to be, <laughs> and we came up with this idea of like a a cluster demon that takes the form of something you wouldn't wanna it takes the form of something that you're prone to love, so okay. it doesn't so it so you so it it doesn't get attacked oh my and, god and and uh. And so we kind of backwards engineered that. And um, <laughs> and then, but then you get to have a meeting, like, how can we make the baby suit? You know, <laughs> which is great. And then you deal with these special effects guys that are brilliant magicians. And they, yeah. like, you can come these... to them and
0: say, like, I need a giant baby demon and they can come up with that. And... Well, yeah, I
1: have a really great company um, uh, that does it called Autonomous Effects. And they were referred to me by Greg Nicotero because uh, his company couldn't do it because they're buried in walking dead. Yeah. Um, but he goes, These guys are good and uh and they're terrific. And uh yeah, and I have another episode this next season um called The Where Pony. It's about a guy who every full moon turns into a murderous Shetland pony. And uh but it's more complicated than you think to do that transformation because I want it to be like an American werewolf in London yeah. where you see him transform, yeah. but instead of a werewolf, it's a beautiful, <laughs> giant pony. <laughs> pony. But That's then, just an evil pony. <laughs> right. And it doesn't look evil until it bears its fangs. And then somebody said, what if it had a, What if it had like a sub-jaw, like the alien xenomorph? Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. I was like, uh-huh. can you do that? He goes... Oh yeah, it's easy. And they get, and then you get into like these t- yeah, I'll just throw it on a gimbal. You know, it's everything's wow. a gimbal. Yeah, just throw it on a gimbal, It'd be fun. I love the I love different worlds. Like yeah. people have their own like the special effects makeup world. I'm I'm very involved in because they're all my friends, but I have no knowledge of it, but there's all these like cheer that you know. Joe Pollone left ADI? What? You know, like all <laughs> all like, they inside baseball. Well,
2: that must be fun to come up with a ridiculous idea or an amazing idea, uh, like a giant evil baby, and then be like, this is what I want to do. Let's make it happen. Yeah and, yeah,
1: and they come up with these brilliant devices like this. Well, like if the baby's like they'll come up with this device that I didn't know about. Like, okay, let's say it's a puppet. So the baby's on all fours. So if the left hand is the baby's hand, the right hand is operating the baby's facial uh, okay. You know, there's a whatever you call it, um, like a little uh, radio control, triggers. radio controlled unit that okay. operates mouth. So, the right, so what we'll do with the left hand is we'll attach the because the right and the left hand are basically going to move in unison. So we'll attach the right hand under a wire to the jaw to the left hand. So when the left hand moves, the right hand will move in opposition to it. You won't need a hand in there. And then, the, and then like, oh my wow. god, that's brilliant. They go, yeah, yeah that's Big Bird.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> like that's
1: how Carol Spinney does Big Bird.
2: Wow. It's I find like, that fascinating. Wow, that's great. Yeah, like, yeah it, it is.
1: Like, I would have never in a million years thought. No.
2: That. Oh, I loved have you Have you ever seen Labyrinth, the movie? Of course I Yeah, have. I, I know that you have. But have you ever seen the behind the scenes of the making of it?
1: Not so much.
2: It's incredible the way that they do all the, the puppetry and, like, the hands. Uh, yeah. And, like, oh, I had dinner with so Jim Henson me-
1: four days before he died. <gasps> Seriously? Wow. Yeah. Oh. I yeah. was on his last project. Oh um, Called Handmade Video.
2: Was he a wonderful man?
1: He was lovely. I spent like oh. three weeks with him, and then we had dinner, in his house in Malibu. And then as I before I left his house, I said I have to use your washroom, and I used the washroom. And then as I left, I said, Yeah, it's so funny, your toothbrush feels just like mine. Oh. And then uh, four days later, he was dead of a viral infection. Oh my! Oh, oh my God! <laughs>
2: <laughs> I forgot <about> that.
1: Oh, <laughs> but, my I old that. girlfriend is is. Deeply, deeply involved in puppetry, and and Jim Henson is like her god. And like you can't joke about Jim Henson. Yeah, like really, so, Yeah, yeah no, but we broke up, so guy. I could yeah, crap no, can crap all over right. him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was he was great. He was he was terrific. how wonderful. Yeah, he was a really uh, uh, beautiful person. How cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. So He's hippest guy in the world, and when he talks, you listen to what he says, baby.
2: Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) so you have. He's the
1: Keith Richards of puppetry. He's the Keith Richards of felt. It's got a yellow belt, I'm sure. It's got a yellow belt. Yeah. He could be in this room right now. We don't know. He's wearing his yellow belt.
2: Dana, I kind of want you to go shopping on like Hawthorne today and go find yourself a yellow belt.
1: I'm going to go shopping on I am going shopping on Hawthorne today.
2: Okay. I actually am going shopping on Hawthorne today, too. Maybe Is I'll that where you. the Baghdad
1: is? That is yes. where the Baghdad is. Yeah, it's yep. the street, yeah. Yep. And I love the store across the street from... There's three vintage stores that I go to. I, I love Portland. Mm. I, Portland's one of my favorite cities. And uh, I go to the big pink vintage clothing store that also sells costumes. The uh, one?
2: Yeah, up, uh, up Hawthorne. Yeah. Yes.
1: That's a great one.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, there's and a has, great like, one. And the circles painted on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. a great... That,
1: that's a huge inventory. Great stuff.
2: Okay. I haven't been in there in a while. Uh, that's really that. good.
1: Okay. Uh, there's a great one across the street from the Doug Fur. There's um, a great vintage clothing store across the street from the
2: mm-hmm. Doug Fur In the older building?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Small inventory, really good stuff. And then, yeah, you just go down to Hawthorne. Cool. Yeah. Right, well, I do all that.
2: I want. So if you go to see Dana this weekend and he's wearing a yellow belt, you have the inside
1: scoop as to what's going on. If it. you nah, see you know me and I'm wearing a yellow belt, you won't see me. That's true. That's, you won't yeah, be able to <laughs> see him. You could be there. Still have to buy a ticket, though. That's actually uh, that's Dana's okay.
2: right next to you right now, and you just don't
0: know <laughs> it. Well, since you're in here, I wanted to ask you because I know of your fandom of Planet of the Apes. <laughs> yes, that's that's no secret. about. I don't it last know if time. you
2: remember, but every time you and Greg have spoken, you. Each time it comes we're up, talk about yeah. Planet but
0: apes. I want to ask you about the new series, the new versions. Ah, I love your it. thoughts? Do you okay? Good. Because oh, I, I think they're fantastic.
1: I think they're great. All right. Because I've, I've heard I'm very some people... excited about it. I'm very excited about the new one. I Me just heard too. that Matt Reeves is going to direct the Ben Affleck Batman movie, and I thought, I hope this doesn't mean that he's not directing the fourth Apes.
0: Is he not going to? I don't know, man. Well, because I also out. saw something that he might back out of Batman now too, because they got into some kind of fight. He seems like a really smart guy. Yeah, Matt Reeves. It. Well, yeah, he <laughs> saved. I mean, he kind of saved Planet of the Apes. Yeah, he saved Planet of the Apes. Well, no,
1: no, he didn't actually because Rise of the Planet of the Apes is good and he didn't direct that.
0: Uh, so the, the, it was on the right track. Right. But then that guy, the right track. that guy came out and then he came in for Don. Yeah, he came yeah. in for
1: Don. Don was, was great. And then the yeah. war looks fantastic. Which yeah, one war is looks it, really good. Uh,
2: which one is the Caesar is home? That Caesar one. is, That's is home. Yeah. That's the end of Rise. That's the end of Rise. Okay. But well, I, I thought at the one. end
1: of it that he should have still had Roddy McDowell's voice. Like yeah. this big hulking ache and then, Caesar is home. Like, <laughs> because he did have this. Roddy McDowell, like when That's he was playing Caesar, managed to have this like light, fey British voice, but was still in command. Like apes, everyone. Like, <laughs> like apes, scratch their eyes out. <laughs> Caesar is home. Caesar is home. <laughs> Why are you British?
2: Yeah, exactly, just for no reason. They've got to have a British accent, though. Because it makes me a classy monkey. Yeah,
1: and I, uh, I have a side career as a Doctor Zayas impersonator. Which
2: is, it's burgeoning. It's
1: burgeoning. If you go on YouTube and if you go on YouTube and do Dana Gould Doctor Zayas, there's a wealth of uh, uh, Zayas Anya. and uh, and uh, I'll be on April 8th. At the Turner Classic Movies Film Festival oh. in Los Angeles, California, How I will be cool. I will be introducing the film uh, as Dr. Zayas, and we'll do a little Q and A. Nice. Oh, wow, that's yeah. cool. With, and I will be with uh, Lou Wagner, who played Lucius in the first Planet of the Apes, who's the only still surviving uh, key, uh, principal actor that was an ape from that movie. Wow. And uh, and of course, he and I are now good friends. <laughs> and uh, couldn't be. nice. It was on chips. He was the was uh, he? he was the uh, like the Head of the motorcycle repair. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on Chips and uh, couldn't be a nicer dude on Chips and Planet of the Apes. I mean, there's a career right there. Yeah, that's pretty much the coolest. And the and the commander, the commander on the show Chips, the actor that played Mm -hmm. their boss, his son is Christopher Pine, the new Captain Kirk. Wow. What? Oh,
0: wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Wow, you have so much in your head. It's all tied (laughs) in there. Yeah, it's like an encyclopedia (laughs) of dirty songs and. But I would history.
1: But what I love to do because I did when Turner Classic Movies last summer showed Planet of the Apes in theaters. Mm. They did their classics on the big screen series. Uh, Ben Mankiewicz interviewed me as Dr. Zayas, and what I did was I played him like just like an old actor that (laughs) is just dropping names all the time. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I live in Santa Barbara now. And uh, Suzanne Flachette made me moved up there. I, you couldn't get me out of Malibu, but she said you have to come to Santa Barbara, and now you can't get me out of Santa Barbara. I have a, I have horses, and I have an Etsy store, and I stay very busy. <laughs> and and uh, you know, you know who's Joanne Worley, who's a who's a love. She is a love. And she comes over every day, and we have a little book club.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I could listen to you do that voice. No, it kills me. I just That's ended, amazing. It just
1: goes on and on. And Charl- Charlton Heston, <laughs> let me tell you about this fella. <laughs> uh, you know, 19, we shot. Planet of the Apes in 1967, and it was a very tumultuous time. And and I'm an actor, and I was very much for Eugene McCarthy. I really wanted him to win. And 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 Heston wanted Dick Nixon of all the, and and I used to go, you old so and so, I'm never going to speak to you again. And then at the end of the day, there'd be a knock on my trailer, and it was Charlton Heston, and he was like. I made you an ambrosia salad. And (laughs) that guy should wear a hat with a star and a half moon on it because he was a wizard in the kitchen and no one knows that. Uh, But you couldn't be angry. You couldn't stay mad at the guy because. Oh my god! I know. I love this. I'm just sitting here listening to the flow. That was really
2: good. Yeah, (laughs) you've mastered like a
1: senile busybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just yeah, that's exactly what he is. But he's in the full Zeus makeup, and he's just you know that
0: should be a podcast of its own.
1: Alan Alda. Backgammon, don't play him. That's all I'm saying. I
2: would listen listen to that. It was like lulling me. It was almost like (laughs) Like, hypnotic.
1: You uh, you can see it on YouTube. (laughs) uh, There's one thing. I forget forget (laughs) the actor. I I forget what it was. But I was like, look, I'm just going to leave you with one thing. Don't buy a house from Steve Buscemi. <laughs> you will never get out of escrow. <laughs> I mean,
2: oh, Dana is such a delight, and he's going to be here all weekend. He's a love. He's a, such a love. He's awesome. a love. I just love him, to, I love, him I love him to
1: death. Yeah, fun, and a very good and, and a very good and raises rabbits. Yeah, they, have, they, they all they all live in Ohio, and they all have
0: weird sides. You know? oh. <laughs> Yeah, raises rabbits is He's
1: perfect. become a crazily talented painter. <laughs> I really like the Etsy store. That was yeah, like the, I have an Etsy store. Yeah, I, <laughs> I stay busy. I have an Etsy store. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, go see Dana tonight and tomorrow. I Helium Comedy Come Club. Come see me. I stay busy. He, stays real busy. <laughs> he stays
0: real busy. he stays real busy. Ask him about his rabbits. Uh, 7.30, <laughs> 10 o'clock tonight and tomorrow up. night. <laughs> yeah. HeliumComedy.com. Get your tickets to go see Dana.
2: Thank you, Dana. This is such a great way to start the day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There we go, Mr. Dana Gould, right here Dana Gould. on Quantum Employment Radio. He yes. is fantastic, like we said. Helium Comedy Club, get your tickets to go see him.
2: And he does put on a really great live show. Greg and I have seen him several times. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, and you can find lots of stuff online too. We were watching some of his videos afterwards of doing the uh, Doctor Zeus. <laughs> he dresses what? up in a full planet of oh, the Ages say- costume. Oh, I
2: was gonna say, don't say that because that was the, th- the oh. shocking thing when I was looking it up. I'm just like, he's like, you should see my, Im- you know, my verbal impressions. I didn't realize that he was actually. Dressed like it's, Dr. Zayas.
0: It's hilarious. And I
2: don't think anybody in the videos knows that he's going to be dressed like that, too. He comes out full on in the... Yeah, in, in the, the in the costume. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, all that you can find on YouTube. And we'll we'll put some links up on our post, too, at FunEmploymentRadio.com. Oh, you can check that out and a copy of that poster, maybe. Um, I know that you were super excited to talk to him about
2: Planet of the Apes. I,
0: yeah, I was. Because, I mean, I like the new ones. Mm-hmm. I like the new Planet of the they Apes. They make
2: me which. sad. I don't like them. Why? Because it's sad.
0: You know the humans lose, right? You know you're not supposed but to so really.
2: they to the. I'm really... I know. I root for the monkeys.
0: Yeah, I mean they make you root for the monkeys, but really the monkeys. I mean they want to kill you. This is why mm-hmm. you're going to be a robot sympathizer. I will be a robot. You'll feel sympathizer. bad for the robots while the robots are killing you. I do. I'm very empathetic. Yeah, but see, see but they're not empathetic to you. The monkeys aren't empathetic to humans. I can't
2: help it. I can't help the way I feel. I care too deeply, Greg.
0: Yeah. See, but that's the problem. This is why it's not going to be. So you're good.
2: saying I'm too kind.
0: Uh, I, that's my Too kind I guess maybe that's what it is I, I don't know how you would phrase that But for me I'm going to fight back against the robots When that happens I am not a robot sympathizer Okay and So when the robot overlords come I will be one of the first well, ones you're taken out. you're not going to last very long I won't last very long at all <laughs> 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 Robots Rubots.
2: What's Robots from? Is that from Futurama?
0: Um, I don't know I just know Rick always said it Robots Robots
2: I think it is Futurama. No, I'm not sure. Well, you didn't even give me an answer to my question. Now I just don't even know even more.
0: No, I'm sorry. I I don't know. Rick Emerson did it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What's he up to these days? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I breathed sighs of relief yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome
0: to my world of crazy. Crazy.
2: Oh, hi. First up.
0: That's a really long pause you're taking there. Well,
2: no, I was skipping the story because I was reading it and I was realizing that it wasn't uh, wasn't what I thought it was. Are you doing
0: some on-the-fly editing?
2: I sure am, Greg.
0: Okay. That wasn't that long of a pause. That was a little long. That
2: was like two seconds. That was
0: long enough. I felt like I needed to say something.
2: You always feel like you need to say something. That's true. You don't even like believe in pauses. What? Oh my god! All right. So we don't usually talk, you know, a lot of depressing politics and things uh, on the show. However, this isn't. This is something that I found kind of funny, and it has to do with witchcraft. So uh, I don't like saying his name. Whatever, Donald Trump, of course. Is, you know, made thousands upon millions of people completely depressed as he's become president. However, he's affecting all different kinds of people, including the witch community.
0: Oh, the witch and community. And they're
2: going to do something about it. Yes. Yeah, so a document making the rounds among various witch communities uh, is asking people to who practice the craft to perform a binding ritual oh. on Donald Trump. What's that? Well, it's, it's uh, to bind someone from doing harm to themselves and harm to others. Oh, it's okay. It's from the craft, Greg. I
0: know. I mean, and I love the craft, but I, I'll admit I don't remember everything about it.
2: Yeah. So they're trying to get people to, uh, fellow witches. Light as a
0: feather, stiff as a board.
2: Yeah. I bind you, Nancy. I bind you from doing harm to yourself and harm to others. Oh. So in order for this to work, that has to be uh, a bunch of people have to do it. There has to be a mass... Witches, masses of witches that have to be performing at the same time. Well, it has to be performed at midnight uh, Eastern Standard Time on every waning crescent moon. So the first one is happening. Yeah, but
0: what if you're on the Pacific coast and it's not even midnight?
2: Well, then it's 9.
0: You do it at 9 p.m.?
2: Yeah, as long as you're all doing it at the same time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I see. So the first one's happening today. It's tonight. There's a waning crescent moon uh, tonight, and uh, similar spells will be cast on March 26th. April twenty fourth and May twenty third. So uh, I guess the spell has been posted everywhere in all these different communities, which I didn't realize there were a lot of witch communities. And now I'm kind of jealous because I kind of want to see what it's like in a witch community.
0: I don't know. I mean, what do you, what do you do?
2: You do good. So, um, so it's not cursing him or giving him a hex. It's a binding spell. So it's a restraint. Um, so, uh, it's being said that it's not, you know, to be harmful, but it's seen as more self-defense to okay. keep him from harming other people. All right, all right. Yeah, so, uh, so there are different kinds, so there are many different types of practicing witches, and this is something that I guess they're all really getting along about. Okay. And this is going to be happening. Yeah, so, uh, the spell instructions have gone viral, so if, if you aren't a witch but would like to participate in this, um, there's a group witch on curious. Facebook. If you're witch curious. hmm Uh, There's a group on Facebook dedicated to answering all the questions that people may have about doing their binding spells.
0: From basic witches.
2: All right. So performing the spell takes a lot of dedication, and you have to have the following... What?
0: You missed my basic witches joke.
2: Oh, Greg, you did did not make a basic witches joke.
0: Should I put that one into the bingo routine? No. Okay, we'll keep that one out.
2: No. All right, so if you want to perform a binding spell, here's a list of things that you uh, can use if you're here on the West Coast. Of course, we're going to do this at 9 p.m. tonight. Um, All right, so you have to acquire an unflattering photo of Donald Trump, a tower tarot card, a tiny stub of an orange uh, candle or an orange carrot, a pin or a small nail, a white candle representing the element of fire. Oh, yeah, this is from the craft, too. Small bowl of water representing elemental water small bowl of salt representing the earth, and a feather representing the element of air. You need matches or a lighter and an ashtray or a dish of sand to put all of these things into for your ritual. So what you're supposed to do is, uh, so you take the pin and you write Donald J. Trump on the orange candle stub, or if you have a carrot, on that with a pin or a nail. Then arrange the other items in a circle around it and lean the tower card against something so it's standing up. And then there's a complete spell that you can also uh, read Read out loud while you're doing this.
0: Do you want to hear part of the spell? Sure.
2: Hear me, O spirits of water, earth, fire, and air. Wait, are you casting something? Is this
0: some kind of weird thing that's going to happen now? No,
2: this isn't isn't the full spell. Okay. I'm not going to read a full spell. No. All right. Hear me, O spirits of water, earth, fire, and air, heavenly hosts, demons of the infernal realms. There's so many demons. And spirits of the ancestors... And then this is when you light the inscribed orange candlestick. I call upon you to find Donald J. Trump so that he may fail utterly, that he may do no harm to any human soul, nor any tree, animal, rock, stream, or sea. Then you burn the picture. Okay. And so if that's something that you're interested in, you can find out how to do that on the internets. So that's what the internets are there for. All right, Greg. Oxford Dictionary has come out. It's day after bingo. Are you okay? Oh, yeah. What? just like you were falling asleep over there when I was talking.
0: No, closed no. your eyes. No, I was going into a say se- or a spell. I was gonna have a, a fit. I don't know what goes on there.
2: Like a seizure?
0: No, like when the people are summoning things like in
2: a trance?
0: Yeah, trance. Is that what it is?
2: Were you in a trance
0: right there? Yes, I was in a trance. Okay. All
2: right, well, one of their favorite days of the year is upon us and today Oxford Dictionary has announced. Some of the new words that they are going to be putting into the dictionary this year. And I wanted to read you some of them.
0: <sighs> am I going to be upset by this?
2: I don't know, but I want to see. I'm going to ask you some of them and see if they if you know the definitions of
0: okay. them. Okay. All
2: right. So the first one that's being put in as an actual word is cat lady.
0: <laughs>
2: cat lady is actually making it into be the what? dictionary.
0: That is a term that I think, what what is their actual definition of cat
2: lady? An older woman who lives alone with a large number of cats to which she is thought to be obsessively devoted.
0: I don't, the only thing I would take off of there is the older part. I think you don't have to be older to be a cat lady. That's true. We know some mild cat ladies already. I know some cat men. Yeah, there's cat, cat men. That's a thing too.
2: Yeah. I know more like dudes that own like a plethora of cats than I do women.
0: Huh. Mm. I've never well, I mean I had cats when I was a kid, but that's different.
2: Yeah. Uh, another word that is uh, being added to the dictionary is clicktivism. What do you think that is?
0: Clicktivism? Uh people who click for activist purposes or Yeah, share who just basically links? do the bare minimum Yeah, by, like share just clicking links online or clicking on things.
2: Yeah. Uh craptacular.
0: Craptacular?
2: Is actually going to be I mean in the I dictionary. like that word, We're but I don't think poor, that disappointing. Uh drink the haterade.
0: Oh no, huh? No. no, no, that does not no. need to be in there.
2: All right, I've never heard of this one. Uh, there's a noun called drop bear.
0: Is that something wrong? Are you not supposed to say that? No,
2: it's a mythical marsupial resembling a koala bear, said to what? live in the trees and attack people by dropping on their heads from above.
0: I have never I've heard, heard of never that. Never heard one. of that. Drop bear? How do you even use that in a drop sentence? Bear.
2: Oh, I didn't want to walk under those trees because I thought there might be a drop bear in them. Huh. Alright, another one that's play, being put in is Drunk Text, which we all know what that is. Uh, Fitzbo.
0: I don't know what that is. Fitzbo. Fitzbo? Fitzbo. Um, I'm getting totally swole.
2: Kind of. You want to, like, uh, so basically you're like someone totally give you gives you, you look at how in shape
0: they are, they give you Fitzbo. Like. Okay, that's just weird. It's short for fitspiration. Hey, i What? Oh my god, no. Ru- no, take it out. Take it out. That's way too much.
2: Uh, jelly is also in there. I
0: don't like that one either.
2: Uh, for jealous? Nope. There's a uh, meat cute. Do you want know meat cute? jelly is? because I'm so fitspo? Oh my
0: lord. A uh, meat cute? Meat cute. Uh uh.
2: All right, so that's uh, sounds like an
0: online dating. Well, it's
2: in a film or a television program where there's an amusing or charming first encounter between the two characters that leads to the the development of a romantic relationship. Uh, No. Like, oh, that's such a good. That does not pass.
0: Doesn't pass my standards.
2: Uh, let's see. Uh, smishing.
0: What is that? That sounds gross. Whatever it is, it sounds like a gross act.
2: Oh yeah, smishing. Oh, we were smishing last night. Wow, you have a dirty mind. Well, no. that's what it sounds like. Smishing is the fraudulent practice of sending text messages reporting to be from a reputable source in order to induce individuals to revealing personal information such as passwords and or credit card numbers. So it's like phishing,
0: but via text message. So it's smishing. Why wouldn't it? How do you even come up with those words? That doesn't make any sense. Oh, because it's an SMS. Oh, that's it. Figured it out. Squad goals. Is another one. Squad goals.
2: Do you know what that is? No. That's when people uh, it's used it in reference to a person or a group of people seen as a model to aspire to emulate, especially with one's friends.
0: Squad goals. You've
2: never seen that.
0: Well, we've got our squad goals.
2: Oh God, no! I have mostly. Girls I went to college with, who I'm uh, friends with on Facebook, who will
0: squad goal unlock? Like be
2: like, you know, be the boss babe that you always knew that you never were until you became it. Hashtag squad goals. Oh yeah, I see that. Hashtag boss babe.
0: I just got a headache. And also, yes. I don't. I'm not even gonna comment on that one. I just, I, I know, don't, I, I, I just don't get it.
2: get it. I don't get it. Like the yes, queen thing. I don't. I, I, don't I just don't it. know it, so I'm yeah. just not gonna. All right, so yes, as an explanation, uh, expressing great pleasure or excitement. OK. There you go. I'm done now.
0: All right, there we go. Um, Sarah, I wanted to tell you about something. Oh God what? Very important in these trying times that we're going through. And it's this: you know, something uh, we could have a big earthquake here at any point. I'm just going to launch into this.
2: What, is, what are you doing?
0: Things can happen. There's been floods going on. There's all kinds of weird things going on with the environment. But what's the one thing you need more than anything when stuff goes down like that? We've had some terrible weather here in Portland and all over the country. What's something you need no matter how bad the weather is? Penicillin. Clean water. And you know the best way to get clean water? is with an amazing water filter because you need to have one on you at all times so that you could drink water out of a puddle if you needed to. These are the things I think about. And the best place that I go to get a water filter nextadventure. nextadventure.net is their website but they also have their location here in Portland, Oregon on the corner of Stark and Grand. No matter what the travesty is that's going on, you know, whether it's zombies or tornadoes or, you know, f- asteroids, whatever's happening, you need to have clean water and you should always have a water filter on you and that's why you go to next adventure. You pick up a, pick yourself up a water filter. They have lots of other things too, but this is the do you best think place. I'm pretty
2: sure that they're just mostly primarily I have a water a filter, water filter I don't know if I've
0: told you before, but I got a water filter there. And it's one of my favorite purchases ever. And I can use it wherever I want. I have clean water. I mean, I could I could be anywhere. I could go drink out of a puddle out there, and I would have clean water. I'm not going to do it. But if it does happen, I'd be safe. And that's because I went to Next Adventure and picked up a water filter. It's irresponsible not to. They probably wouldn't like me saying that in there. But uh, So that's that's what I'm putting down, though. Uh, Next Adventure, fine oh, sponsor. Funnel let me ask,
2: I, it is being asked. All right. To to um well now you just threw me off um uh, sorry so you believe in such good quality of the water filter yes if you had to if you had to do you put enough faith into your water filter that you purchased from next adventure nextadventure.net or on the corner of uh, stark and grand here in portland would you drink your own pee
0: if i ran it through the water filter yes Yes, I would. You would. Yep. You would. I would. You would. If I had to.
2: If you had to. Well, no, I'm not saying for fun. That's but not I'm saying it.
0: like if you. Well, yes. If the choice is that or die, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna.
2: No, it wouldn't be that dire, but I mean, it would be like you were dehydrated. I'm just and lazy there were or something. Outside and like you needed to. You needed to be hydrated quickly and efficiently, and that was the only thing that you had.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. That's how much I trust my water filter. Wow. Yeah, I trust it more than I trust people. We should totally send them this read. Yeah, I'll, I'm sure this Duke will... You and Brian
2: will be like super stuff. talking about the, drinking your own urine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Next adventure. Please go shop there. They are fantastic. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, one other thing, too, I wanted to announce. You know, we do have the Fun Employment Radio Network, and there's a lot of wonderful shows on this, on this network that we really appreciate. And we now have a new show. It's going to be an affiliate show. And they put out uh, episodes once a month. You may know our friend Todd Workoven. And he has a couple of shows, but this is the one that's going to be a part of the network, and it's called Portland at the Movies. So it's Todd Workoven, Mark Middleton, and somebody kind of Portland famous here, the Unipiper.
2: He's kind of, like, famous. famous. Brian
0: the Unipiper, like the Unipiper that you see in all the pictures of Portland. He's part of the podcast as Mm -hmm. well. And to get to this podcast, I'd suggest go to funemploymentradio.com. We have the links of shows that are on the network there, right on the right hand side, or scroll down, you'll see it's right on the front page. And click Portland at the movies, and what they do, I'll just read their thing. Portland is a world class city by many metrics, but the quality of motion pictures made here is not one of them. Each month, <laughs> we question one of the questionable movies filmed in and around the city of Portland. Join us as we search for gems in the vast wasteland of bad cinema. Our fair city is rot. So they, they go through different movies that were filmed in Portland and just talk about why they happened or what happened, and around the area. It doesn't have to be necessarily in Portland, but there's some there's some pretty damn good ones on there. Mm-hmm. So go there and take a look. Uh, FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the link right there on our page to go to Portland at the movies.
2: Which we're super excited. And, and we're really excited. And a buddy of ours. and um, The concept of the show is just great. So oh we're, yeah, it's we're wonderful. very happy to bring them on the network.
0: Absolutely. Uh, send us an email. FunEmploymentRadio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503-575-9120. Thank you so much everyone for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are all wonderful and we appreciate you very, very, very much. Hire me if you want me to be your big old announcer. All right, we'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio.
2: Bye, friends. Love you. Have a good weekend.
0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.